Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Dun Kestenbaum. Meseches Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'ilo Nishmas, Rav Yaakov ben Matis Yehozatzal, and Chaya Bas Pesach. Today's daf is Kuf Yer Aleph. We are a little bit behind. We are going to begin from the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuf Yud Amen Aleph. The Mishnah says, Shalosh Aratzais Lenesuin, there are three different lands in regards to marriage, Yehuda, Ever HaYardain, VeHaGalil. Now what does it mean that there are three different lands? There are many different lands. So as Rashi explains, that there are three lands in Eretz Yisrael. That Eretz Yisrael is divided into three different areas in regards to marriage. Yehuda, Ever HaYardain, and the Galil. And what is the nafkemina of calling these three different territories. The Nafkamina Rashi explains that if a man marries a lady in one of these areas, in one of these countries, we'll call them, he would not be able to force her, he cannot force her against her will to move to a different one of these lands. So if a man married a lady in Yehuda, he cannot force her to go to Eva HaYardain and vice versa. We see that Rashi understands that the Mishnah is discussing a husband forcing his wife to move from one land to the other, which he's not able to do. However, as the Mishnah continues, that within the same country, within the same area, he would be able to force her to move meir leir from one city to another city, or mikrach lekrach, or from a big city to another big city. However, for a lady to force a man to move, that would not exist in the cases of our Mishnah until we come to the next Mishnah, where the next Mishnah on Kufyot Amabez says, that we could force a spouse to go to Eretz Yisrael from Chotzaretz. And the Mishnah writes clearly, that both a man can force his wife and a wife could force her husband. So different than the last Mishnah within Eretz Yisrael from one province to another, from Eva Yardin to Yehuda to Galil, etc., where a woman would have no way of forcing her husband. However, to Eretz Yisrael from Chutzlar, it's only over there. Then we have a case where a lady could force her husband. And this also is Mavur in Taisvis in our Sugya. Taisvis over here brings a Taisefta that says the only time a husband is not able to force his wife to move is where the husband is getting married in the place that he is from. He is from Yehuda and he's marrying her in Yehuda. He is from Galil and he's marrying her in Galil. However, let's say he is from Yehuda and he married a girl from Galil in Galil. Then he's able to force her to move back with him to his native land of Yehuda. Shamanas Kane Nasa. Because that was the condition, the unspoken condition when he married her. It's assumed a lady should know that her husband's intention is to bring her back to the place where he is from. So again, Taisvis is learning that our Mishnah is discussing the man forcing a lady, 
However, a lady would not be able to force her man within one country to another in Eretz Yisrael. Both the Rif over here and the Rambam and Hilchas Isha's Perak Yud Gimel, Halacha Yud Zayin, Paskins, like this Mahalach of Rashi and Taisvis. And as well, this is how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Evan Ezer, Simonai and Hay, Sif Aleph. However, there is another Mahalach on the Mishnah which the Ramah brings over there in Evan Ezer, and that is the Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. The Shita of Rabbeinu Tam is based on Yushami, and as well, there is other Gersais of this Taisefta. And Rabbeinu Tam explains that the Mishnah is not talking about the man forcing the lady, but rather a lady forcing her husband. And the Mishnah is saying as follows, that a woman is not able to force her husband to move from one Medina to another, from Yehuda to Ever Yardin, or vice versa. However, in the same Medina, she is able to force him to move. Now, why would she be able to force him to move? Because she is forcing him to move to where, to the city that she is from. So, for example, if they got married in one city in Yehuda, she can force him to move to a different city, as long as they both are ears, or they both are crocs, she can force him to move to the city that she is from. The only time she's not able to force him is she can't force him to move to a different country in a case where he married her in the in a different Medina. This differs, by the way, from the Mahalach of Rashi and Taisvis, the Rambam and Rif, that the husband could force her to move within a Medina under any circumstances. However, the Mishnah, according to Benatam, which is discussing a lady forcing her husband, that only could be if she's forcing him to come back to the place, to the city that she is from. Furthermore, according to Rabbeinu Tam's Mahalech, there are situations where a woman could force her husband to switch Medinas, to switch countries. For example, if let's say they get married in a different country, not one of the two countries that the husband or wife is from, in such a case, she could force him to move to the country that she's from. Because we say, nasa, the assumption is that when he's marrying her, is that he's going to move to the place, to the country that she is from. Again, the opposite of the way the Tysus brings the Tysefta, they learn the Tysefta, they have a different gear, so where it's the other way around. The only time she's not able to force him to come to her country is where they got married in the country that he is from. If they got married in the country that he is from, then she's not able to force him to move. Svara of Rabbeinu Tam, Shita, that a woman has more leverage than a man, that the assumption is that he has to go to her place, is based, the rush brings in over here in Simon Yud Zion, is based on the Pasuk of Kokfuda Bas Melech Penima, the honor of a princess is inside a woman, her derech is to stay where she is, is to be with her in her place, with her near her family. And furthermore, the Ridva adds, the Pasuk says, Al Yazav Ishas Aviv Es Imai, Vidavak Be'ishtai, a man leaves his father, mother, 
and cleaves to his wife. That is mashma, that the man is the one that leaves his family and goes to the place of his wife. According to the Mahalich of Rabbeinu Tam, it comes out the next Mishnah, which teaches us that forcing a spouse to go from Chutz Laaretz to Eretz Yisrael is different, and that applies to Echad HaNashim and HaNashim. It's the opposite of the Mahalik of Rashi and the other Rishayim, that the Mishnah is saying that when do we say that only a lady can force her husband to her city, and under some circumstances, like we mentioned, he, she could even force him to her Medina, that's only when you're talking within Eretz Yisrael or within places in Chutzlaretz. However, to go from Chutzlaretz to Eretz Yisrael, over there, even a man could force his wife to move to Eretz Yisrael. Just one final Ha'ara over here on the Mishnah, that where the Mishnah says that in the same Medina, he is able to force her, the way Rashi and Tysus learn, from one city to another city, or from one krach to another krach, but not from an ear to a krach, or a krach to an ear. Or, according to the way Rabbeinu Tam learns, that the opposite, we're talking about the lady forcing the husband to move from one city to another city, to the city that she is from. That halach of the Mishnah, that you're limited from an ear to an ear and krach to a krach, that is only in a case where one is not moving the other to a different country. However, in a case where one is able to move the other to another country, whether in Taisvis, Rashi, Shita, that where he is able to force her to his country if he came from a different place, or according to Rabbeinu Tam, that she could force him to her country if they got married in a neutral place. It wasn't his country, the place that he was from. In such a case where you're moving the spouse to a different country over there, we would not apply the rule of aim light see in ear le krach or me krach le ear. Because since in this case it's an exception, the svara of the taisefta of shamanas ke nasa, that the person getting married has in mind to go back to the place where the spouse is from. Again, according to Rabbeinu Tam, he has a mind to go back to her place. According to Taisvis, she has a mind to go back to his place. So since they, the whole purpose is that they had a mind to go back to the other person's place and even move from the country that they're getting married, so it's a, such a case, it's clear, in Allah and Ebenezer over there, we would not differentiate we, if they got married in an ear or a krach. In any case, wherever the place that he or she is from, they would go back to that place. So even if they got married in the ear, if the place that he is from is a krach, according to Taisvis, they would go back there. Or the opposite, according to Benatam, if they got married in the ear and she was in a krach, they would go back to her Medina, to her particular place, to her krach, to her big city. We will move forward to the Mishnah on Kufyod on the base. The Mishnah says, that any person, both husband and wife, as the Mishnah continues and says, can force the other to move to Eretz Yisrael, and they are not able to force the other one to leave Eretz Yisrael.
the tremendous discussion which we will speak about and which goes over the next bladder two towards the end of the Masechta is around the Chashivas of Eretz Yisrael and the mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael or perhaps the Isser of leaving Eretz Yisrael which in Mirza Hashem we will discuss over these last two shiurim on the Masechta. Why can a husband or wife force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael? The Ramban in Parshas Masay, Midbar, Perak Lamed Gimel, Pasuk Nun Gimel, on the Pasuk of Eirashtem Esa'aret, you should inherit the land, Vishavtemba, and dwell there. The Ramban learns over there that this is a mitzvah, a positive commandment for us to live in Eretz Yisrael. And the Ramban brings our sugya, brings Balach of our Mishnah, that this is why the spouse could force the other to move to Eretz Yisrael. Because the Ramban holds that this is a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. Unlike Rashi, as Ramban points out over there, that learns the Pasuk differently. Rashi learns the Pasuk, by Rashi Mesaret, you should inherit the land, you should drive away the Gayim, and then you'll be able to live there. Vishaptemba is not a command, is not a tzivoy for us to live in Eretz Yisrael. Rather, the Pasuk saying that you should drive away the Gayim, and in this way, you will be able to live there. But it's not a mitzvah, we're not commanded in this Pasuk to live in Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban, however, learns this is a command, Vishaptemba, you have a mitzvah to live there. And the Ramban as well, in Sefer HaMitzvahs, after the Rambam brings lists off all the mitzvahs, I say, the Ramban over there has a list of Shichachas HaSeyin Ladasa Ramban, where the Ramban lists off about 15 or so mitzvahs that according to him, the Rambam should have mentioned, the Rambam left out. And the fourth one, Mitzvah Revius, the Ramban writes over there, that the Rambam should not have left out this mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael based on this Pasek of Eirashtem Es-Aretz V'yishavtem In Mirza Hashem later on, we will discuss what exactly is the sheet of the Rambam who does not mention the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael in his Sefer mitzvahs. Nonetheless, this is the sheet of the Ramban and this is how he explains our Mishnah, our Sugya. However, there are two other simple mahalchim to learn our Mishnah, and it's difficult to prove from our Mishnah that there is a mitzvah say to live in Eretz Yisrael. First of all, the Tashbait in Chela Gimel, Simon Reish, explains very simply that the reason why one could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael is because of the mitzvahs, Hatzliyah Baretz, because of the mitzvahs, the special mitzvahs that are connected to the land, which are only obligated in Eretz Yisrael, Chumas, Maisris, etc., Shemitah, and that's a reason why one could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael, in order to be able to mekayim the mitzvahs atliyas baretz, but not necessarily because it's a chiv to live in Eretz Yisrael per se. That's the mahalach, that's the mahalach of the Tashbeits, and the truth of the matter is that there's a third mahalach, that we can suggest based on Chsam Seifer in Yeridea, Reish Lamedalet. And the Chsam Seifer is discussing the next case of the Mishnah, Hakol Mailin Lirushalayim. 
they could force one another to go to Yushalayim, even from a different city in Eretz Yisrael. Now, as far as I know, there's no shita in the Rishayim that there's a mitzvah say there's any type of chiv to live in Yushalayim. And the Chsam Seifer over there explains that nonetheless, there is a special mitzvah to live in Yushalayim over the other cities in Eretz Yisrael. It's not a chiv, not an obligation, but there is a mitzvah, and the Chsam Seifer says that this is not even tali in whether there's kedusha, special kedusha in Yushalayim, the Machlekes, Rambam, and Raivit, in Hilchas Beis Abachira, Perak Vav, Halacha Yudalit, where the Rambam holds that Yushalayim and the Mikdash has kedusha nowadays, and it would even be mutter to be of a carbon there nowadays. However, the Raivit over there argues, and says there is no Kedushas Mikdash in Yushalayim, even if the rest of Eretz Yisrael has Kedusha. And the Chsam Seifer says, that's not Nagea this Machlaikis in our, this Halach of our Mishnah, because everybody agrees that Yushalayim is a special place, as he brings a Pasuk in Parshas Vayetzei, where Yaakov says, who was sleeping in the Makam Mikdash before the Beis Mikdash was ever built, Vayira Vayaymar, Manoira HaMakam Zeh, the Makai Mikdash is the Shara Shamayim, the entranceway to heaven. And regardless of Machlaikis, whether this Kedusha, special Kedusha, or not, Le'inian, Karbanis, etc., but everyone agrees that Yushalayim is a special place, is a holier place. And therefore, our Mishnah says, Hakol Mailin, Le'yushalayim. So we see clearly from our Mishnah that you could force the other to move to Yushalayim, even though there's no mitzvah say to live in Yushalayim, just because of the fact that it's a special place, it's a holier place. And Lachora, we could suggest that's the same thing for Akol Mailin, Laaretz Yisrael, that one could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael, even regardless of whether it's a mitzvah say or regardless of the mitzvah Satliyas Varetz, but simply because Eretz Yisrael, according to everybody, as we'll discuss momentarily, is a special place, a Makam Shechina, and therefore one could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael. So in a nutshell, we gave three reasons why, possibly why, one could force the other to Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban, who holds it's a mitzvah asay, the Tashpets, because of the mitzvah satliyas Ba'aretz, and based on the Chsam Seifer, we could explain simply because of the Kedusha, of the specialness of Eretz Yisrael. Before we get involved in this Machlekes, Ramban, Rambam, and this whole discussion, which is tremendous debate among the Achreinim, as some of you may be familiar with, whether there's a mitzvah, a to live in Eretz Yisrael, before we get there, I think it's important to first focus on the specialness, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, which everybody agrees on, and afterwards we can go into the practical, technical machlekes, whether there's a chiv, whether there's a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, what the teyamar, not to live in Eretz Yisrael possibly, but I think many times if we start first discussing the technical machlekes, we can lose sight of the chashivas for Eretz Yisrael and how special it is for those that are taka, zaycha, to be living in Eretz Yisrael. We will begin by bringing the Gemara later on on Kuf Yud Aleph, 
Amar Aleph, today's daf. Kol Adar Beretz Yisrael, Shari B'loi Aven. Rabbi Lazar says that anyone who lives in Eretz Yisrael is living without sin. And the Rambam brings this down in Ta'alacha, in Hilchus Malachim, Parakei, Halacha Yud Aleph, in a slightly different Lashayin. Amru Chachamim, Kol HaShaychein Beretz Yisrael, Avanosav Mechulen. Anyone who lives in Eretz Yisrael, his Averais are forgiven. And the Rambam continues, which is a Gemara later on, on Kofir Aleph, Amar Aleph, the Rambam writes, Afilo Halach Ba'arba Amais, even if a person just walks four Amais in Eretz Yisrael, Zaycha L'chaye Eilam Haba, he is Zaycha to Chaye Eilam Haba. And over there, in Halacha Yudbeis, the Rambam continues, which is a Gemara, on Kof Yudam Abeis, L'aylam Yidar Adam Be'eret Yisrael, Afilo Be'ir Sheruba Gayim, person should live in Eretz Yisrael, even a city that's mostly non-Jews, Va'yidar B'chutz Aretz, and not live in Chutz Aretz, Afilo Be'ir Sheruba Yisrael, better than living in Chutz Aretz, even a city that's mostly Jewish. And the Rambam continues, Shekal Yaitse L'chutz Aretz, Kilo Ivan Avadazara, Anyone who leaves Chutzaretz is like he is Ivet Avadazara. And it's interesting, as the Mepharshim point out, that the Ramam writes anyone who leaves Chutzaretz is considered like he's Ivet Avadazara, which is different than our Gemara on the bottom of Kuf Yud on the base, where the Gemara says, Kala Dar B'Chutzaretz Ki'ilu Ivet Avadaz Kaychavim. It doesn't say anyone who leaves Eretz Yisrael. It says anyone who lives in Chutzaretz is like he's Aved Avedes Kaychavim. The Tzitz Eliezer and Chelak Yod Simonayim Beis Aizayin brings Shailas Vitshuvas Marit Tzalon Simon Pehei that the Rambam did not explain that the Gemara is talking about someone who lives in Chutzaretz Tam. He's like he's Aved Avedes it's Tafka, someone who leaves Eretz Yisrael, because the Rambam wanted to be Mahapech in the schos of those that live in Chutzaretz. The Rambam did not want to say that anyone who lives in Chutzaretz, he's like he has no no God, he's like he's over of Zara. And to say about all these tzaddikim that live in Chutzaretz, that they're like they're over of Zara, the Rambam held that was not the case. And that the Gemara is specifically referring over here to someone who leaves Eretz Yisrael. And the Pasuk that's brought by David HaMelech, Ki Gershuni Hayom Yistafeach B'Nachlas Hashem. Because I've been driven away today from being in the Nachlas Hashem. Dafka, someone who's going away from Eretz Yisrael, we consider like he's Eivet of Nonetheless, there's no question that still, as we mentioned from the Rambam, that the chashivas of living in Eretz Yisrael, there's no no one that argues. It's only this prat of Ivan of Adizara, whether the Rambam holds it's Tafka, someone who leaves Eretz Yisrael. Let us focus for a few minutes on this memra on the bottom of Kuf Yudam and Beis, where the Gemara says, The Oilam Adam Eretz Yisrael, a field the Ir Sherubai of the Chachavim. Person should always live in Eretz Yisrael, even a city that is mostly non-Jews. And not live in Chutzaretz, even in a city that's mostly Jewish. Anyone who lives in Eretz Yisrael 
it's similar to one that has a God, anyone who lives in Chutzlaretz, it's similar to someone that does not have a God. What is the understanding of this Gemara? The Avni Nezer in Yaradeya Simon Tafnun Dalit explains this Gemara based on the Gemara in Tainus on the Avyodam and Aleph where the Gemara says Eretz Yisrael Mashkel Sal Kadosh Baruch Hu Ba'atzmai Eretz Yisrael Hashem waters the land himself for the rest of the world, Hashem sends rain through the Shliach. The one who gives the rain on the land. He sends water, meaning through a Shliach, outside Eretz Yisrael. Nebuchadnezzar brings that Eretz Yisrael is a place that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shemer. Hashem watches himself. It's not given over to any malach, to any sar, and this is Akadosh Baruch Hu's special land. So this Avnezer explains is what our Gemara means that Kol Adar because he's a recipient directly from Akadosh Baruch Hu's Parnasa, Hashem taking care of him. However, someone who lives in Chutzlaretz because he's only receiving. Through a shliach. Fascinatingly enough, the Avinezer over there in Tafnun Dalit, Ais Yudches, he writes that somebody who lives in Eretz Yisrael, but he doesn't have Parnasa only by being supported from those outside Eretz Yisrael, he says, then he doesn't have this achas of receiving from a Baruch Hu directly. It's considered, he says, like he's getting from the Sar of Chutz, from Chutzlaretz. And that's why Avni Nezah suggests why many G'daylem did not go to Eretz Yisrael if they were not able to be able to support themselves from their own Parnassah, from Eretz Yisrael. However, the Ramban, which every Yid should see this Ramban, a beautiful Ramban in Vayikra, in Parshas Achrei Mais, Perak Yudches, expounds more on this idea that we began discussing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has special connection, special hashkacha over Eretz Yisrael. It's considered Nachalas Hashem, the inheritance of Hashem. And the Pesukim over there say, after the Parsha of Arayis, do not contaminate yourselves with these things. The Arayas, Kibachol Ela Nitmo Agayim Asher Nimeshaleach Mepnechem, Vatitma Haaretz, and you will metame the land, Vafkain Avaina Aleha, I remember its sin, Vataki Haaretz Esyeshvah, and the land will spit out its inhabitants. And the Ramban over there expounds on this idea that Akadosh Baruch Hu, who is the master of the whole entire world, but nonetheless, Eretz Yisrael is Nachlas Hashem, Miuchedes Lishmo. It's special for Hashem. Hashem does not appoint Malachim, angels, over Eretz Yisrael. Rather, Eretz Yisrael is Akadosh Baruch Hu's special land that only Akadosh Baruch Hu himself watches and takes care of. And the Ramban continues and explains that that's why the Psukim over here are telling us 
that Eretz Yisrael, different than other lands, cannot be Saival Averis, cannot be Saival Arias, and other Averis, and therefore the land will spit out, Eretz Yisrael will spit out its inhabitants if they are Chaytah, if they sin. And the, Ram, the Ramban over there brings an incredible Sifri. The Sifri is in Parshas Ekev. On the Psukim we say in Shema, Vavadatem Meheira, that if you don't keep the mitzvahs, Hashem says you'll destroy, destroy us, take us away from the land that Hashem has given us. And the Psukim continue, the mitzvah of And the Ramban brings from the Sifri, that the Sifri says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us that even though I'm exiling you from your lands, nonetheless, you have to continue doing mitzvahs that are achiv on the guf, mitzvahs that are not tluyais baretz. And the example chosen is the mitzvah of tefillin. And that's a connection between these psukim, that even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu says he'll exile us, nonetheless, we have achiv to continue with the mitzvahs of like tefillin that are mitzvah on the body that are not tliyas baretz, and the sifri says why? That when you come back to Eretz Yisrael, the mitzvah should not be new to you, and it's a mashal to an adai to a master that gets angry at his wife and sends it to her his, to her father's house, and he tells her, make sure to continue to take care of yourself to look nice in order that when I bring you back, it will not be new to you. You'll be accustomed to dressing nicely, to taking care of yourself. It's an incredible Ramban, and Rashi really brings this of this free over there in Parshas Ekev, that the mitzvahs in Chutz are a practice, so to say, for us when we come back to Eretz Yisrael. But the Iker Taira, Iker Taira is really meant for Eretz Yisrael. And the Ramban says, that explains another Sifri in Parshas Re'eh, that the Psukim say, Yerishtem Aisai Vishavtem Bashmartem Lasais Yeshivas Eretz Yisrael Shkula Kedeged Kol HaMitzvah Shebetaira that living Eretz Yisrael is equal to keeping all the mitzvahs of the Taira. And the Ramban continues, famous Ramban, that Yaakov Avinu was able to marry two sisters as long as he was outside Eretz Yisrael. There he wasn't makbid on keeping the mitzvahs. And this Ramban as well, this idea of Yaakov marrying two sisters, Ramban as well as in Parshas Toldais, Perech Avav, Pasuk Hay. And he writes as well, that's how Amram was able to be married to his aunt, Yoichavet, because he was living outside Eretz Yisrael. And the Ramban cites Argamar and Ksubis that that someone living in Eretz Yisrael has this incredible zuchos chashivos that he has a kaddish baruch hu mashkiach on him mashkiach in this land and this is where Kla Yisrael belongs. We say every day in benching. There's little question, according to all shitas, anywhere you look, as we'll discuss, we'll bring down the sheet of the Satmar Rebbe, Zatzal, Vayal Moshe, 
Lachol is Part of being a yid is having a chashivas, a chavivas for Eretz Yisrael. Gemara later on on Kuf Yud Beis Amud Aleph says how Rab Abba Menashek Kipi Da Aku. Rab Abba kiss, kiss the stones of Aku, which is the border of Eretz Yisrael. And the Rambam brings us down over there in Hilchos Malachim Parakeh Alacha Yud Gedolei Achachamim. They kissed the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And they would roll in its dirt and its dust. As I'd like to share with you an incredible afla on this Gemara. The afla is medayik. Someone lives in Eretz Yisrael is like he has a God. What does it mean? It's like he has a God. And then it continues and says, anyone who lives in Chutzlaretz, it's like he does not have a God. If we medayik this, it should come out as follows. Anyone who lives in Eretz Yisrael, it says if he has a God, but he really doesn't have a God in a complete sense. It's only, it's like he has a God. However, it says that anyone who lives in Chutzaret, it's like he does not have a God, which sounds like he really does have a God. So it should come out, Adarabba, Chutzaret is better than Eretz Yisrael. Chutzaret, he has a God, it's just, it's like he doesn't have a God. Eretz Yisrael, it sounds almost like he doesn't have a God, but it's like he has a God. So Afla is troubled, Afla asks, what exactly do Chazal mean over here? And he says an incredible pshat, a pshat that... I could not say, but I can just quote from the Afla. And the Afla says that it means as follows, somebody who's living there, it's Yisrael, and he's not keeping the Torah properly. He says he's Pirek me alav, all Torah of all mitzvahs. He not, does not live with the yoke of Torah and mitzvahs. Basically, his only mitzvah is that he's living in Eretz Yisrael. Nonetheless, Chazal tell us, Daimeh. Just the fact that he's in Eretz Yisrael, even though this person's not living with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's not keeping the Torah, but nonetheless we could still say on him that it's Daimeh, Kimish Because of Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Asher Hashem Lokecha he brings Zashar HaShamayim, the Eretz Yisrael, a special place, this person is Daimeh, Kimish However, one who lives in Chutzaretz, even if he is a Shemer Taira Umitzvah properly, he's a Tzaddik. Nonetheless, Chazal are t- telling us, He has a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he lives with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but nonetheless, because he's living outside Eretz Yisrael, not under, not in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's special place in Nachlas Hashem, under a Kaddish Baruch Hu's special Ashkacha, it's Daima Kimish Unbelievable. Pshat, from the Afla, once again gives us incredible chashivas, chavivas, that we must have for Eretz Yisrael. Now that we understand very clearly the incredible chashivas of Eretz Yisrael, and hopefully develop in ourselves, if we don't have a chuka to be in Eretz Yisrael, to be in Eretz Yisrael, we could discuss 
the halacha, whether a person is in fact obligated to go to Eretz Yisrael and the shitas of the Rishonim and Achronim over here. It is a very large sugya. I spent considerable amount of time being ma'ayin, but I only touched the surface and there's so much taira, there's so much discussion around this mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael. We will start by coming back to the Ramban that we mentioned. The Ramban in Sefer, at the end of Sefer HaMitzvah is after the Rambam's list of the mitzvahs Asay. The Ramban says that the Rambam left out a mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael. And he brings, like we mentioned, the Pasuk in Parshas Masay, Vayrashtem es Aretz, Vishavtem Ba, that Vishavtem Ba is a tzivoy, unlike the way Rashi learns over there, it's a tzivoy for us to live in Eretz Yisrael. The Shaila, of course, is what is the Shita of the Rambam? The Pashtas, the fact that the Rambam leaves it out, may point us to tell us that the Rambam does not hold that there's a mitzvah asay to live in Eretz Yisrael. Of course, like we mentioned before, the Rambam brings down all our Gemaras about the Chashivas of Eretz Yisrael, and the Rambam as well, Paskins like our Mishnah, that one spouse could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael. But like we said, that's not a raya that it's a mitzvah saseh. That just may be because of the incredible value of living in Eretz Yisrael. So what does the Rambam hold? The Megillus Esther over there says that the Rambam really agrees that there is a mitzvah saseh like the Ramban holds. However, the reason why the Rambam does not mention it is because the Rambam holds that the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael only applies in the days of Moshe, Yeshua, and David, and any time that Kala Yisrael is living in Eretz Yisrael. But once they were exiled from their land, Zakta Megillus Esther, Eim mitzvah zuno heges ladairais ad eis paha mashiach, that the mitzvah is not naig until time of Mashiach. And the Megillus Esther brings a raya from our Gemara on the bottom of Kuf Yud Amabez. The Gemara says that Reb was avoiding Reb Yehuda because Reb wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael. And Reb Yehuda held, that someone who goes from Babel to Eretz Yisrael is Iver and Asay. And the Megillus Esther says that how could a Pasuk in Yirmiya come and uproot a mitzvah of the Taira to live in Eretz Yisrael. So it must be, Zakta Megillus Esther, that the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael does not pl- apply after Eklai Yisrael was exiled. And therefore, the Rambam does not bring down this mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael. This shita of the Megillus Esther is pretty much a das yachid, the achreinim, shainim, do not seem to hold this way. And the Avni Nazar in Yeridea Simantuf Nundalad asks that even if the Rambam held this way, that the mitzvah does not apply nowadays only when in Ritz Hashem we have Mashiach and we have the Beis Amigdash back, still it's schwer, it doesn't answer the Rambam. Because Frek Avni Nazar, the Rambam counts the mitzvah say of Chumais and Maisris, even though Shita Sarama is 
Nowadays, there is no mitzvah daraisa of Chumas and Maisris, and still the Rambam counts it in his minion HaMitzvahs. So the Rambam should count the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael as well. Ravnei Nezer says that really the Rambam holds that living in Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah daraisa like the Ramban in all times. And the reason why the Rambam does not count it, he says, is because it's nichlal, it's included in terms of counting the mitzvahs under the mitzvah of hacharim, tacharime, the mitzvah of destroying the seven nations in order that we should be able to conquer, to live in Eretz Yisrael. And since that mitzvah is in order to live in Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam does not count living in Eretz Yisrael as its own separate mitzvah, even though it really is a separate mitzvah. It is one of the mitzvahs. And Davni Nezer says that the Ramban is Lashitasai because another example of this is the mitzvah of building an Arayin and Kapiras, that the Rambam does not count it as a separate mitzvah, Zak Davni Nezer, because it's included in the mitzvah of building the Mikdash, Vasuli Mikdash, Vishakanti, Besaicham, because the whole Tachlis of the Mikdash is creating a Makam Shechina, and Nichlal is building the Arna Kapiris, which is a mitzvah, but it does not get its own separate count in the Minyan HaMitzvahs. And the Ramban, Lashitasai, does count, count the building, the creation of the Arna and Kapiris as a separate mitzvah. That the Ramban holds, we do count such mitzvahs separately. So therefore the Ramban asks on the Rambam that Yishev Eretz Yisrael should be counted as a separate mitzvah. How do we answer the Megillus Esther's question, his raya, that it cannot be a mitzvah daraisa nowadays according to the Rambam? Because Rabbi Yehuda says that someone who goes up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael is Ivar Naseh, which is Divrei Kapala. How could a Pasuk and Navi contradict a mitzvah daraisa of the Taira. And from there, the Megillus Esther brings a raya. There's no mitzvah daraisa nowadays. So the Avni Nezer answers that it's not a kasha. He says the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael, the mitzvah is yeshiva, living in Eretz Yisrael. The traveling, the going up, is only a hachana, a preparation for the mitzvah. Therefore, the asay midivrei kabbalah of leaving from Babel to Eretz Yisrael is not direct contradiction to the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, it's not considered the, the Rabbanon as being Eicher, the Devar Torah. And therefore, that's how he answers the Megillus Esther's Kasha. On the other hand, another Mahalech we have is the Rashbash in Shaos Vichulais Simon Beis. He learns that the Rambam holds that the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael is only a mitzvah Durabanan, not the Araisa, and that's why the Rambam does not count it in his Minyan HaMitzvahs. And over there, the Rashbash writes that even though there's a mitzvah Daraisa according to the Ramban, and a mitzvah Durabanan according to the Rambam, then that mitzvah is only on, on an individual. But for all of Klal Yisrael to go up to Eretz Yisrael, that we're not allowed to do because of the Shalosh Shvuais, one of the Shvuais, like we mentioned from the Gemara on Kofir Aleph, today's daf, Shaloyalu Bechayma, that they shouldn't go up, Bechayma, with force, they shouldn't 
be mahar we should enforce the geula, so to say, by bringing everyone to Eretz Yisrael. But for an individual, the Rashbash holds that there is a mitzvah to go, unless under extenuating circumstances, which in Mirz Hashem we will discuss a little later. It is interesting that Ramaisha and Igris Maisha Yaradeyach Yaradeyach Chelak Gimel Simen Kuf Chav Beis. He writes. He doesn't mention the sheet of the Rashbash. But apparently the person that sent him a letter, he held that there is a mitzvah de Rabbanan to live in Eretz Yisrael. And Ramesha writes, it's not mistaver such a thing. Why would Chazam make a takana to live in Eretz Yisrael when we're in Galas? And for most people, at least in most of the times of Klal Yisrael, it was impossible for them to go to Eretz Yisrael. Why would they make misakim such a mitzvah? So Ramesha writes that it's either a mitzvah daraisa or it's not a mitzvah at all. It's not mistaver that there would be such a mitzvah durabanan. So he does not hold of such a shita, which, as we mentioned, is the shita of the Rashbash. So just to review what we've said, the Ramban, like we've mentioned a few times, holds it is a mitzvah, as say, to live in Eretz Yisrael. And in the shita of the Rambam, there's a big debate what the Rambam holds. We have four possible Mahalchim in the Rambam. One possibility is the Megillus Esther Shita that the Rambam holds be a site. It's a mitzvah saseh, but it does not apply Bizman of Galos, and that's why the Rambam does not count it in his minion HaMitzvahs. We have the Mahalich of the Avni Nezer that the Rambam holds it. It's a mitzvah daraisa at all times. He just does not count it because it's already counted under the mitzvah of hacharim tachrimim. We have the Mahalik of the Rashbash, that the Rambam holds, it's a mitzvah the Rabbanon. And then we have a fourth possibility, that the Rambam may hold, it's not a mitzvah say at all. And nonetheless, like we mentioned before, it's not a kasha from our sugya, from our Mishnah of Akol Mailin, Laret Yisrael, because perhaps like we brought the Chassam Seifer in regards to Yushalayim, even if it's not a mitzvah's assay, but it's still definitely an incredible maila and chashivas to live in Eretz Yisrael, and that would warrant that one spouse could force the other to go to Eretz Yisrael, as the Rambam himself, Paskins, Lahalacha. Before we discuss Lahalacha Lamaisa, we want to speak out one more shita of the Rishayim, which is one of the primary shitas that Achreinim discuss, and that's a shita of Taisvis that he brings over here from Rabbeinu Chaim. Let us begin with the beginning of Taisvis over here on Kuf Yud Amabez Dibra Maschel Hu. Taisvis writes, This halacha that a husband can force his wife does not apply nowadays to Ika Sakana because it's dangerous to travel, and therefore it's a good excuse, a good reason for the spouse not to go to Eretz Yisrael. This, of course, would not be Nagay nowadays, because there is no Sakana Sterachim. Taisus continues and brings the Shita of Rabbeinu Chaim, and this Rabbeinu Chaim is a big discussion in Halacha. Rabbeinu Chaim says, the Achshav Einai Mitzvah Lader Beret Yisrael. 
that nowadays there is no mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. Kiesh kama mitzvah satliyas baretz, because there are many mitzvahs that are dependent on the land. The kama ainshim and many punishments. And we're not able to properly be careful and keep the halacha. And therefore, Ben Chaim says that nowadays there is no mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. There's a shaila how exactly to understand this shita of Rabbeinu Chaim. The Pashup Shat in his shita, as Ramaisha understands in Evan Ezra, Simon Kuf Beis, is that according to Rabbeinu Chaim, there is no mitzvah, literally no mitzvah nowadays to live in Eretz Yisrael. And this is how the Marit in Shailos Etshuvis, Chelek Beis, Simon Chavchas, and also in his Chedushim over here, Angsubis, understands Rabbeinu Chaim. And the Marit asks on Rabbeinu Chaim, how could he say there's no mitzvah nowadays? He brings down the Ramban, and the Ramban's Rias from the Sifri, that there is a mitzvah nowadays to live in Eretz Yisrael. And he's also bothered by why does Rabbeinu Chaim say we cannot be careful in the mitzvah satliyas baretz. We should be able to be able to keep the mitzvahs properly if we're diligent. And the Marit goes so far as to say that it's really a mistake, a Talmud Taya, and he says the Rush does not bring it down in the Taisus Arash or in his Psakim, and really it shouldn't belong in Taisus, and it's a Shita that we are not to be Saimechan. That's what the Marit holds. It is interesting that the Chachmas Adam in Shar Mishbetei Haaretz, Perik Yud Aleph, he seems to understand that Rabbeinu Chaim is not saying that there's mamish no mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. But Rabbeinu Chaim is saying that practically speaking, since we are not able to properly keep the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, therefore it's better not to go to Eretz Yisrael, despite the fact that there's a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, Ba'atzam, like the Ramban, just since practically speaking we won't be able to keep the mitzvahs properly, that overrides the specific mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. According to the Chachmas Adam, Rabbeinu Chaim, be a sight, could hold like the Ramban. He, when he says it's not a mitzvah, he doesn't mean there's Ba'atzam no mitzvah, he just means practically speaking, it's not a mitzvah for us to go, because we're not going to be able to keep the mitzvahs properly. The Satmar Rebbe Zatzal, in his classic Sefer, Vayol Moshe, Maimar Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Simen Samaches, he writes that Rabbi Nachayim is not just referring to the Mitzvah Atlius Baretz. He's Medayik Taisvis, that Taisvis writes, Ki Kama Mitzvah Atlius Baretz, and he continues and says, Vikama Ainshin, and many punishments. What does he mean, Vikama Ainshin, and many punishments? What's he adding? Zuck by Almaisha that he's coming to say, besides the mitzvahs atlias baretz, but for all the mitzvahs of the Taira, there's an extra demand on a person to be careful in Eretz Yisrael. Like we spoke at before, the Ramban on Vatitma Aretz, that if you make the land Tame, Vataki Aretz, the land will spit, spit out as Yeshveha. That on Eretz Yisrael, we're more makbet, Akadosh Baruch is more makbet on the person's. Mitzvahs and Averis, and therefore, Rakrab Chaim, that we're not on the level to live in Eretz Yisrael and keep the mitzvahs properly. Besides, 
the practical level of keeping the mitzvah satliyas barats. It's going on all the mitzvahs in the Torah. Fascinating pshat. This idea is also brought in the Chachmas Adam over there in Parakya Aleph, Ice Base. And the Chachmas Adam writes, Amnam Lokala writes a little Hashem Lalais Yala. Now any person that wants to go to Eretz Yisrael could go to Eretz Yisrael. He says, Davka Mishiyesh Only a person is able to sanctify himself there. And he brings the Pasuk of Mi Yala Vahar Hashem, Umi Yakum become Kadshai, Nikicha Payim Uvar Levav. Zak the Chachmas Adam, the Kichapayim, clean hands, refers to being careful in mitzvahs, ben Adam lechaverai, money matters, and our relationships with other people. And Bar Leva refers to mitzvahs, ben Adam lemakayim. And he says, the Kolbo, as well as Lashla, writes this idea that somebody that's not on the level to Makadish himself and to be Zahir and Zariz in the mitzvahs Hashem, it's better for him not to go to Eretz Yisrael. He's not on the level of living in the Makam Kadesh where Hashem's special Hashkacha is over there. It's better for him not to go to Eretz Yisrael. So we have laid out the major three Shittas Rishayim on this Indian of whether a person has a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, the Shittah of the Ramban, Pashas Masay, Sefer Mitzvahs. There is a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael all times. We have the Shita of the Rambam with four different ways to understand the Rambam, so it's not 100% clear what precisely is a Rambam Shita, whether there is a Mitzvah Daraisa, whether there's a Mitzvah Darabanan, whether perhaps there's no Mitzvah at all, according to the Rambam. And then we have the Shita of Rabbeinu Chaim, which Tysus brings that there's no Mitzvah because nowadays it's hard for us to really be Zayr in the Mitzvah Satuyas Baaretz, and according to understanding of Vayal Moshe, Rabbeinu Chaim is also alluding to the fact that we're not able to keep the Torah in general properly, and there's a much greater responsibility to be Zahir in the mitzvahs when we're living in Eretz Yisrael under HaKadosh Baruch Hu's special Hashgacha. In terms of the Halacha Lamaisa, we'll Mirta Hashem discuss that in the next year, but and also, we will discuss in the next year the, uh, this, the discussion about Klai Yisrael going to Eretz Yisrael as a group, not only as individuals, but as a mass exodus to Eretz Yisrael. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a nonprofit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.